Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 37 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Friday of bets, kicking the weekend off May 14th, 2021. Before we talk some lines, dive deep into today's slates and give you the value we found, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you like the sound waves reverberating off your eardrums and you enjoy the content that myself and my partner put down on a daily basis, go ahead and leave us a rating if you could be so kind. We certainly do appreciate those five stars. And last but not least, if you really like our content, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the TTL link tree. Within that, as you know, you can locate all of our content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Degenerates, gamblers far and wide, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Sroka, and as per usual, it is my pleasure to bring in the co-host of the podcast to help me give you guys some action today. We found some value, we searched the lines, and you better believe that we are both locked in, ready to fill our wallets for an absolutely loaded Friday of bets. Without further ado, my man, the myth, the legend, as per usual, the Sox fan to the core himself, really happy that his boys are finally ripping the ball. Riley, R-Max, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing just fine and dandy. As you mentioned, my boys are ripping the cover off the ball. Not only have they won six in a row, they are standing uh, maybe tied atop the MLB with the best record in baseball. Yeah. They're, and uh, things, are, uh, th- things are feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good over here. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I would have to concur with you. I've been going back to the well time and time again for that first five money line. I mean, no, I didn't even mention first five action. Goodness, Goodness gracious, my man. They're killing it. They're killing it against lefties. They've continued the streak. There's nothing you can do against the Chicago White Sox right now. And that might be a little foreshadowing some of our plays a little bit later on. Uh, this episode, number 37, as aforementioned, you probably know that because you smashed it on whatever platform you're uh, ingesting this this bad boy on today. We're going to have a few straight plays. We uh, decided to stick with and trudge on, forge ahead with my personal plays and Riley's personal plays. So we will continue to do that from here on out as stated until we decide to change it again, because that's what we have the power to do over here at the Talking the Line podcast. But for now, that's what it is. 
we also have the Chicago baseball parlay coming back at you again. We barely missed the last one off of some late inning Cubs versus Pirates nonsense. So we are rearing to get another crack at this and we do believe that we have the three leg parlay yeah. cooked up and we've three been legs. Uh, wait a minute riley there's only uh your socks and my cubs how do we have three legs my boy's got a double hunter today. holy shit that means we're taking two games for the socks and one for the cubs you boys better italian beef sandwich in. oh if you will a little uh yeah a little, little beef sandwich beef and sausage combo <laughs> whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call it we got the uh, chicago baseball coming baseball parlay coming at you live at uh towards the middle of this podcast in the pick segment of course you already know that the money line dice will be making their usual appearance got a solid quality win with the st louis blues puck line however we wish they would have selected the money line because the blues won four to nothing in a very very solid solid game i do believe it was four to nothing maybe they were trying to tell us uh you know the alternate puck line minus one you know, and a half i kind of was feeling it i have no idea why either way the money line dice are now four and three my four and friend. three back so, on track back on track so we will definitely give those babies a roll here towards the end of the picks as well we got some hot sports news to talk about some great sports gambling news to talk about at the end of the pod so if you want to stick around for the great stuff outside of the picks uh ttl updates all of that good nonsense that uh, me and mags like to talk about we uh will have it all for you at the end of this podcast but for now cut the banter cut the nonsense no more gossip that you could go to every other podcast or show on those big networks and find you come here for the good old-fashioned ticket cashing with myself and my partner every single day we're starting to heat back up we're feeling it we made the change on the pod and on the newsletter to do our personal plays and it is feeling good we're seeing lines better stuff is flowing better and we're not trying to force our betting styles into one pick it's nice to do collabs every once in a while with a special play when we're really really heavy favorites on something but it's nice to stay separate so we're going to keep it separate don't you worry it's still plenty of value and i'm going to cut the chatter partner i know you found some solid value on tomorrow's mlb slate a few Weird lines came out during our research yesterday evening when uh, the NBA started to come out. We decided to stay away, both of us. Yeah, end of season, just eh. a little wonky. Yeah, don't wonky. I, I don't need it. You don't need it. There's no reason to you as our listeners to be throwing away your money uh, on these strange games. There's a few that you can kind of pick out right now, but... Uh, unless you would like to follow us on the Action app, which you should anyway, and get our plays there, you... Uh, might as well just stay away from that. But right. uh, if we do play any of those, get some of those. But without further ado, partner, you have the floor. Am I kicking it off? Kick it off, pal. Give them your best bets of the day. All right. To kick it off, little 6.05 p.m. Central Standard Time action, AL East matchup between the Yankees and Orioles. I am actually taking the under 
nine. You got Corey Kluber on the mound versus Dean Kramer. Now, Corey Kluber seems to be finding his stride here as of late. Last three starts combined, 20 and a third innings pitched, only three earned runs. That includes a six and two-thirds innings outing versus these Orioles where he only gave up one run. Dean Kramer... Uh, his numbers are a lot better than they indicate over his last couple of starts. 11 innings pitched, four earned runs. And now uh, these Yankees here, the bottom three in the league in batting average and slugging versus righties. Baltimore, last in the league versus righting and slugging OPS. And slugging mm. and OPS. Uh, both pitchers, right-handers, both teams do not hit righties very well. Uh, these teams surprisingly enough, at least the Yankees, you might be surprised to hear that these teams are number two and number three teams to the under in the major leagues. Uh, Baltimore is 23-13-1 to the under. The Yankees are 22-13-1 to the under. Baltimore at home, 10-7-1 to the under. The Yankees are the number two road team to the under at 11-5. Within division games, Baltimore 11-6 to the under. Yankees 15-6 to the under. And in this last week or so here, the Yanks are 4-0 to the under in their last four. On the season, or excuse me, not the season, but the last seven games within the division, they are 7-0 to the under. They are 4-0 to the under versus in their last four versus a righty starter. And the Orioles are 6-0 to the under their last six during game one of a series. And 4-0 to the under in their last four in Dean Kramer's last four starts. Goodness gracious, that's a lot of stats to the under there. And uh, I think I might have to side with you on this one. Both of these pitchers did have some rough outings to begin to both begin of their with, yep. uh, 2021 starts. However, I uh, would have to side with you as well. They're starting to find their groove, starting to find that rhythm, starting to uh, really deal from the bump, if you will. So, right. hey, I might uh, I might ride along with you on this one. Today, yeah, pal. and my biggest concern would be the Yankees uh, beating up Kramer, not the other way around. But this Yankees offense is real cold right now, man. I mean, you know, you saw in the news or sports news, there's been some COVID outbreaks going on. Glaber Torres is really the only one affected. Um, but as we're recording right now, they're getting shut out against Tampa Bay. Right. They've been low scoring the last few games. So I really like this game to stay way under. So that's my first action. First pick of the day. Go ahead, give it to him again, my man. All right. Back to uh, at least one AL East team here. I'm taking out of the Angels versus Red Sox at 6.05 p.m. Central Standard Time. I am taking the Red Sox first five minus a half. You've got Griffin Canning versus Nick Pavetta on the mound for both teams. Both guys are right-handers. Canning has been pretty inconsistent, and uh, Red Sox have some very strong numbers versus righty. They are very good right-handed hitting offense, and Pavetta has been solid all year long, 5-0 with a 3-1-9 ERA. Red Sox are number two in the majors in first five runs with 3.21. Angels are 18th at 2.39. The Angels are actually last in the league in first five inning runs allowed with 3.19, and the Red Sox are ninth with 2.21. After a slow week, the Red Sox bats came to life yesterday versus Oakland. They are actually still playing as we speak, and I think they've put up at least eight runs. They smoked our triple play parlay into oblivion on the last leg. And I think, uh, you know, like I said, after a slow start to the week, they, uh, you know, they came out of that little three, four day, you know, week slide there. And I think they're going to 
let the bats fly once again today. Yeah, they need to get it hot and get it rolling at home. They've uh, been sliding way too many games at home and to way too many division opponents. So right. they need to get it done. So I would have to once again yeah. agree with you on that play as And well. I really like the last in the league for the Angels. Uh, last in the league and first five run in first five inning runs allowed. Uh, but anyways, that is number play number two. Not as much of a mouthful as that first one, but I uh, still like what I got there. Mm. Third one, a little late night action. Going over to the West Coast, the Cleveland Indians, I am taking their money line versus the Seattle Mariners. That game is at 9, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Another game with two righties on the mound, Aaron Civale. I actually don't know how to pronounce that. Civale, Civale. I, I think, yeah, I think it's Civale. Might have to yeah. look that up for next time. Anyways, he is taking on Chris. No disrespect. <laughs> Man enough to admit. Civale uh, versus Chris Flexen for the Mariners. Civale uh, is just a better pitcher than uh, than Flexen is, and Seattle does not hit righties very well. Flexen's last two starts, 10 in, ten in the third innings pitch, seven earned runs, 14 hits. Uh, and the Indians have been playing some really solid ball lately, 8-1 and one in their last nine games. And the uh, last thing here, last thing I checked, it wouldn't have been not uh, necessarily a deal breaker. And this certainly isn't, uh, you know, what pushes it over the edge for me. But a lot of times when you have these, you know, Midwest teams or East Coast teams going over uh, to the West Coast, there's a little historically uh, bad juju over there. And maybe it's just my White Sox because I know they do not play well on the West Coast. So I was like, ah, shit, maybe I got to check out the Indians. Right. Regardless, four and one last five in Seattle. So no worries there for me. Okay. Uh, all in all, I just like how the Indians are playing right now. Mariners uh, uh, themselves have been a little bit cold. So yeah. loving this Indians money line. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one because the Mariners have been cold lately, but they have been able to put up a few runs here right. and there and surprise a couple of betters now and again. So I've been trying to kind of avoid them in some of my bets. You know, the Indians did just beat up on uh, my Cubbies right. back-to-back games at home. Now they got to go to the West Coast. But, hey, we'll see what happens. I like your analysis there, and uh, I, I think I'm going to hammer it in as well. Yeah, last thing I forgot to mention, Indians actually have the uh, current number one ERA uh, for their bullpen. Number one in the league ERA. Seattle, not bad, but... Two six one ERA for Cleveland's bullpen, best in the league. So you like them to keep it nice, clean, and tight into the late innings. Yes. So there you have it, my friend. One more time for your three best bets of today for Friday's slate. All righty, in chronological chronological order. I wish I could say that word straightly. Rock and roll. Yankees versus Orioles under nine. Red Sox first five minus a half, and the Cleveland Indians money line to cap it off. There you have it. Lock those plays in if you're riding with our mags at whatever the best current line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. Moving right along. Here we go. It's time for yours, truly's best bets of the day. I am also dishing out three of those similar MLB plays, not similar to the totals, but uh, similar as into going to the MLB slate. Three MLB picks for you today, and let's get it rocking and rolling. For my first MLB pick, I am going back to the well. I'm taking the San Francisco Giants first five money line back at PNC Park against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, today's matchup is going to feature Gozman on the mound for the Giants and Anderson on the mound for the Pirates. Anderson is a lefty, and the Giants have actually been 
rather solid against lefties so far on this season. As a matter of fact, they're averaging a 2.30 batting average, 3.31 OBP, and they're scoring more runs against lefties uh, than against righties with 5.29 against lefties compared to 4.32 against righties. They have been uh, rather solid as well against lefties on the road this season. They have a 2.33 batting average, a 3.12 on base percentage, 6.72 OPS, and have hit 11 home runs on the road. Anderson has given up two home runs in three of his home starts, and I believe that it is going to be an absolute home run party on him this afternoon mm-hmm. against the Giants. The Giants in first five inning runs per game are 13th in the MLB, averaging 2.53 runs per game. The Pirates 20th in the MLB in first five inning runs scored per game, averaging 2.22. The real key for me here, though, that I wrote about yesterday in the newsletter, if you didn't catch it, is the splits between first five inning runs per game allowed. The Giants, first in the MLB mm-hmm. in run first five inning runs per game allowed, averaging 1.61. The Pittsburgh Pirates, 24th in the MLB, averaging 2.89 runs per yeah. first five innings allowed. That is a severe deficit. It even backs up the Giants being a little bit better scoring in the first five, but I absolutely love them to continue the defense Mm -hmm. as they have been and Gozeman has been absolutely dealing this entire season so I think he continues to do the exact same thing his surface numbers are as good as his bottom line and his underneath bottom numbers so I firmly believe that the uh, San Francisco Giants get it done so my first pick of the day San Francisco Giants first five money line second pick of the day I'm headed over to a little bit above us, into Minnesota, taking the Oakland A's money line against the Minnesota Twins. The A's are first in the AL West. They are absolutely killing it right now. They didn't have super high expectations to start the season. We knew they had a really good lineup, but they have been destroying baseballs and destroying teams any chance they get. The Twins, on the other hand, are the la- are last in the AL Central. They uh, had just are coming off of a complete drubbing of oh, your yeah. by your White Sox, yeah. my friend. And you know it's kind of the cardinal rule that you don't lose to a bottom team in your division, not in your exact um, breakdown division, but you're one of the top teams. You just don't do it. Mm-hmm. I love the A's to continue their absolute dominance on the road. Looking at a few home road splits, the A's are first in the MLB in straight up wins at 10 and 4 on the road. They're also 5 and 1 straight up as a road favorite. The Twins are 6 and 11 straight up at home. That is second to last in the MLB and they haven't been a home dog yet, so you know it's bad for the Minnesota Twins and the line is absolutely priced right for these Oakland yeah. A's on no rest. Both these teams coming off the Twins for the Sox and the A's for the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On no rest, the A's are 17 and 14 straight up. Twins, abysmal, 9 and 16 straight up playing on no rest. Equal rest is even steeper. The A's, 20 and 14 straight up playing a team on equal rest. The Twins, 11 and 21 straight up on the season playing a team with equal rest. 
It's Montas on or Montas on the mound for the A's and Shoemaker on the mound for the Twins. Montas, I like him to bounce back. He's had a few rough outings, but he is much better than his surface Absolutely. numbers. I say that so many, so many different times when I when I tell you guys about these plays that I'm taking that mm-hmm. I just absolutely love. And I see this as a huge, huge right. bounce back game for Montas and Shoemaker. He's about what his numbers say. He's about what his numbers say, and he's due for another solid drop-off. He actually is coming off of a solid, solid pitching matchup, well, a pitching performance, rather, (laughs) against the Detroit Tigers. So I don't buy it. I don't think that uh, he is anything special. He didn't give give up any runs in that game. But the game before, he played the Kansas City Royals and gave up eight earned runs in only three and a third innings pitch. So I think he returns to that form, and uh, Montas gets to dealing once again yeah. so for my second pick of the day ladies and gentlemen i'm taking the oakland a's full game full game not first five the oakland a's full game money line and i told you i had three so there's one two now we got the third for the third pick i am taking today my favorite bet of the day i'm taking Against my better will, because their opposing team has been my boy so far in the MLB this season betting. However, I'm taking the Washington Nationals' first five money line against the Arizona Diamondbacks for a few reasons. Max Scherzer is on the mound for the Nationals, and Riley Smith is on the mound for the D-backs. No, not Riley Magnuson, the man sitting across from me, Riley Smith. Riley Smith, his last two starts have uh, been against aces and now the third start is making it somewhat of an ace gauntlet let me tell you what i mean by that now the nationals and or the diamondbacks rather when uh, kelly has been on the mound in his last two starts they faced the miami marlins and he had to face alcantara Mm -hmm. you said kelly though or uh, I'm sorry, yeah, they have the other uh, Riley Smith. I do apologize. So Riley Smith on the uh, Marlins, he faced Sandy Alcantara. They lost that game to the Marlins. Marlins won nine to three. And then his very next game, they played the Mets, and he had to face Jake Degrom. And the Mets won that game four to two. So now Riley Smith gets to face the Nationals ace, who is the aforementioned Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. And with that also being the case, Scherzer has allowed eight runs in the first five innings in his last five games. However, he had one slip-up against Toronto where he allowed seven runs. You take that away, he's only allowed one run in the last four games outside of that. He has been dealing, and we all know when Max is on, Mad Max is on. Yes, sir. So Nats yesterday coming off of a solid, solid win over the Phillies. They won it 5-1 to one and actually won the first five innings, four to one. So they put a stomping on the Phillies and Zach Eflin. Eflin never stood a chance. The Nats on the road averaged 248 batting, 376 OBP, 685 OPS, and have hit 15 long balls on the road, partner. They have been destroying baseballs on the road and opposing pitching on the road. Smith has only pitched at home twice in seven starts with no home runs, and I think that trend is about to turn around very, very soon, right before our eyes. couple final stats to put a cherry on this pick. Diamondbacks 2-3 and three straight up in the first five innings in their last five games. The Diamondbacks are also 1-4 and four straight up in the first five innings in the last five with Smith getting the start. 
and the Nats are 2-1-2 and in the last five, first five innings with Scherzer on the bump. Me, I'm hammered it in. You should probably too. Washington Nationals, first five money line. So there you have it. My three plays one more time from the top. San Francisco Giants, first five money line. The Oakland A's, full game money line. And the Washington Nationals, first five money line. Lock those bad in, bad boys in if you're trying to cash out with Colt at whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. And there you have it. My favorite plays, Mag's favorite plays, and you know, sometimes, sometimes we disagree. Sometimes I look at my partner and I say, you know, I think you're full of shit. I don't think you know what you're talking about. You're a great handicapper, pal, and you win some good money, and we've had a very, very solid ride at this. But I don't think you know what you're talking about here. And where am I going with this, people? We just gave you six picks separately. Three and three. Well, we're bringing something back we haven't done in quite some time. And let me tell you, I am geared up for this to get some damn redemption on this show because I have been raked through the mud in the TTL showdowns. That's right, we're bringing it back, baby. TTL showdowns are live in prime time and today we are bringing one back for yet this might be our first baseball one this is our first baseball showdown we are coming to the mlb slate yet again now would you like to know the record match up give me the record between yourself and myself in the ttl pod showdowns i am up 11 to 5 some bitch (laughs) <laughs> I didn't hear that. It was a, you know, it was a rough, You know, you're uh, a good uh, college basketball capper, but whenever yeah. it's those showdowns, for whatever reason, yeah. I don't know. You killed me, man. And like, then the one that I'm well, staring at right now, okay. that's last on my graphic here, I'm was an take, NBA one. I'm going to take just a quick second. Since you said that, before, before we dive <laughs> into our TTL showdown, yes, you have been raking me through the mud in those. I can't even lie. For some reason, when we show down on college basketball... You always win. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I just didn't learn my lesson. Obviously, eleven to five. I just tossed away money on those showdowns. So hopefully, it's not the same way for MLB. However, you mentioned solid NCAA basketball capper. You're damn right. I went this past season. I looked just to see, like, what, man, because we've been we've we been miss doing it. kind of rough. It's, we miss it's been it. tough, you know. I went four twenty three, four twelve, and four up fifty six point seven two units. Oh, I didn't stutter right there, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about the record. It's about the units. I am... Well, you tried to get into my lane. So, you, we didn't. These oh, weren't I'm any so, uh, mid-major showdowns. You tried to get in my lane with the Power Five big boys. Yeah, I know that 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 was uh, that was kind of my problem. Yeah, I was all about. I absolutely love mid-majors, but cut the nonsense <laughs> to today's TTL showdown. We are going to the matchup between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Toronto Blue Jays. And since my partner is so doggone confident with that shitty grin on his face and thinks he knows best, I'm going to let him drop his knowledge on you first. What do you got, my man? My man, I... Uh, did you even say the matchup yet? Yes, I did. Philadelphia oh, Phillies, okay. Toronto Blue Jays. I was my bad. It's okay. Uh, well, you you I needed am... to scramble and find as many stats as uh, you can. Nah, I, I got understand. them all right here. I it's got no, them all right it's here. no problem. It's no problem. Anywho, we're taking some first five action. <laughs> Full of shit. <clears throat> and I 
am taking the Phillies as the dog plus a half in these first five innings. We've got Vince Velasquez and Steven Matz on the mound here for these teams. Velasquez for the Phillies started the season as a relief pitcher. Since he became a starter at the end of April, he has been solid. Last two starts, 11 and a third innings pitch, six hits, two earned runs overall. And uh, my boy Steven Matz has been struggling over his last three starts, 13 and two-thirds innings, 14 earned runs, 23 hits. He is getting touched up right now. Uh, both of these teams, uh, Velasquez is a righty, Steven Matz is a lefty. Uh, you know, both teams right around 10th ranked against, uh, you know, those respective lefty-righty splits there. Uh, so nothing super jumping out at me there. But uh, first five inning runs, Philly is 2.57 first five inning runs per game. Mets down at 2.13. You know, I I don't have a ton else than that, but uh, I think uh, the last was a little underrated, and Mr. Steven Matz is coming in a little too ice cold for me in this one. You know, on most days I would have to agree with you, but I made a uh, little bit of a discovery here that uh, Steven Matz, despite being a little bit rough in the ERA department, has been able to pitch his way out of some situations, and I think he gets it done today. Why do I say that? Because the Blue Jays are happy. They are absolutely cooking right now. They're dancing in the dugout. They're pimping bombs. They're beating the Atlanta Braves, who are arguably one of the best teams in the MLB, by... Very solid amounts of runs. I think they come right in and do the exact same thing at home. They've been on the road for their last 10 games. They've been on the road since May 3rd. A little bit jet lag. And now they have a time and an opportunity. They're playing in Florida, my friend, and they were just in Atlanta, so there ain't no jet lag I'm worried about (laughs) at all. So now they have the opportunity to finally go home and... With them being at home so far this season, well, quote-unquote, their home, if you will, the Toronto Blue Jays are sixth best in the MLB, seven and four straight up at home, and as a home favorite, are are they the favorite in this matchup? I do believe that is correct. Yeah, they are the favorite. They are the favorite. As a home favorite, the Toronto Blue Jays, oh man, I am going to mess this one up. Don't want to mess this one up. Oh, they are three and two as a home favorite. Now, what I really, really, really am keying in on this game is the Philadelphia Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies, as an away team, are real close to the bottom of the MLB at seven and twelve straight up as an away team. And as an away dog, the Philadelphia Phillies are four and seven straight up. They don't get it done. They don't put up runs on the board when they are on the road. They just got obliterated by Patrick Corbin and the Washington Nationals, and Corbin has struggled all season long. Similar to Matt's being in a left-hander himself, just like Patrick Corbin. And now they get the opportunity to rebound and do the exact same thing to Philadelphia that the Nationals did to the Phillies yesterday. Give me all of the Toronto 
Blue Jays first five money line. So get this. There you have it. That's my play. There's my analysis. There's my partner's play. There's our TTL showdown. So your play, you got the Phillies first five plus a half. Mm -hmm. I got the Blue Jays first five money line. So if our kind degenerate followers bet with you today, they have the opportunity to either win or lose the bet. Wins if it's tied up or if they're winning or loses if my wonderful Blue Jays are up. However, if the Blue Jays are tied, it's going to be a nice push for us as well. So if you come over to this side, you'll push. But if they're up, which I do believe they're going to be up by at least three runs within the first five innings. Pushings for swings. Yeah, so you're going to get the win on my side. They're up by three runs. So whoever you like. Pushing is for swings. Either the Philadelphia Phillies first five run line with my partner or the Toronto Blue Jays first five money line with me. Whichever one you like, let us know on Twitter. Shout it out. We'll definitely put out some polls, see what's happening. But for now. There's our favorite plays coming out of the Phillies versus Blue Jays matchup, and that is today's Talking the Line podcast showdown. You're on, partner. Hey. I uh my record in I these showdowns. You, I got you just frozen. Uh, frozen. <laughs> my record in these showdowns has given me uh, some pretty irrational confidence, I'll have to be honest. <laughs> oh man. All right, here we go. There you have it, our Mag's best bets of the day, my best bets of the day, and the TTL showdown, whoever you want to side with. Now, as always, you know we cook up a special play of the day, and you heard me talk about it in the intro to this pod. Today, we have, coming back for the second segment of the day, the Chicago Baseball Parlay, and we are making this bad boy a three-legger. We are taking, obviously, the Chicago White Sox and the Chicago Cubs. I'm going to let my partner tell you about the first two legs that are going to be the White Sox and why we decided to hammer them in the way we are. My man, my White Sox are, uh, in my opinion, the hottest team in the, in the league right now. Surface of the sun. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Both pitching staff and the offense. Yeah. Jose Abreu is breaking out and looking like last year MVP status. Tim Anderson is lighting the torch on fire to start the lineup, looking like an MVP candidate himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to mention some depth there. You got uh, rookie, maybe not right now, but I think uh, if he continues the way he's going, Andrew Vaughn's going to be a little rookie of the year candidate himself. It is first home run of his career on Tuesday night, I believe. Wednesday night, I believe. Wednesday. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Uh, Had a nice little game on Thursday. Uh, But like I said, arguably the hottest team in the league, if not the American League. And the Royals are undoubtedly the coldest team in the league. No question. 11 straight losses. But aside from all of that, I like the pitching matchups in both of these two games. You've got Lucas Giolito in game one against Brad Keller. Giolito, after a uh, 
couple iffy little starts there. He's bounced back to head. Uh, last two starts, giving up only one earned run in each of those games, and he absolutely owns these Kansas City Royals, and he's going to be facing up against the White Sox nemesis, Brad Keller. I've mentioned on the podcast before, that is where the original Tim Anderson bat flip beef started mm. and ever since then they've uh put some work on him they've already done it this year giving him uh three runs in his last start uh i believe it, it was his last start it was definitely the last start uh that they faced him and the Sox won that game three nothing uh and then the game two you've got michael kopech lighting uh lighting the league on fire uh sub two era he's got a little bit of a you know, he's been a kind of a jack of all trades, whether it's bullpen or a game like this, a doubleheader, kind of our sixth starter. Mm. When it's all said and done, he very well could crack that rotation. Our rotation has just been uh, six deep, fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to be facing off against Jacob Junis, who has been, uh, you know, nothing special. Kind of, uh, you know, doing similar things as far as reliever starter as Kopech, but uh, with uh, without the success. Uh, 5.14 ERA uh, seen in the White Sox once already this year pitched one inning against them gave up a run so uh, you know I just love the White Sox to tear the cover off the ball for another two games here and, there you uh, go. get the job done and hold these Royals ice cold offense down there you go so for the first two legs of the Chicago baseball parlay we are taking the Chicago White Sox Money line in game one against the Kansas City Royals. And then again, that game is at 2.10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then game two at 7.10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Once again, the White Sox money line against the Kansas City Royals. Those two legs combined with the third leg. We are taking the Chicago Cubs money line against the Detroit Tigers. The, The Detroit Tigers are arguably right up there with the Kansas City Royals as one of the coldest, coldest teams in all of the MLB right now. They are coming fresh off of uh, actually a few victories to everybody's surprise against those Kansas City Royals. Royals. Yeah, They uh, had a few good matchups, and then before that, they did steal one from the Twins. Outside of that, their lineup is pretty banged up. They're pretty tired, and they are coming into this game on their last leg. The Cubs, however are getting fresh and getting ready to rock and roll. Rumor has it, my man, that Ian Happ's going to be back on the field tomorrow with the loss of Mr. Jake Marisnik. Okay. So great to see Mr. E back on the field. Nico Horner is also listed to come back probable for Friday's game. Absolutely love to see it. And KB, even though he's questionable, does sound like he is also going to be getting the start. So not too worried about any of that. Looks like the Cubs lineup is beefing back up at the time that the Tigers lineup is starting to slim down. And they are definitely feeling the pressure right now. The Cubs have a knack for going into Detroit and winning the first game of the series and then losing the rest for some reason over the past (laughs) years. The uh, last one, they went in August 24th, 2020, and they won 9-3 in Detroit. I love for them to have a similar... <clears throat> a similar start, excuse me, against Scooball here tonight. They have hit rather well against lefties on the road this season. They're actually ninth in the MLB, I do believe. 
and have been absolutely tearing the cover off the ball no matter where they are right now. So I love the Cubs bats to stay hot here and definitely get the job done behind Jake Arietta's efforts on the mound. Regardless of Arietta's surface numbers, Arietta is still the man. He's still Jake the Snake, and he's still dealing when he needs to deal. And he will definitely be avoiding these Digers bats all evening long yeah i mean the only spot that he got roughed up was against the reds who have one yeah. of the best right-handed right-handed hitting offenses in the league i love this pitching matchup today absolutely absolutely so taking the cubs money line in their matchup and one more time for the chicago baseball parlay we are taking the chicago white Sox money line in their game one of the doubleheader at 2 10 p.m central standard time the cubs money line at 6 10 p.m central standard time and the white Sox again their money line in game two at 7 10 p.m central standard time if they were if they were favorites we could call it the chicago dog parlay yeah but they're not but so. they're not so <laughs> you there you but have they're it. not <laughs> the chicago baseball parlay the lines uh, will most likely change a little bit, so not too sure, but the odds are pretty doggone juicy. Should be around plus 400, that, I think. Yeah, at the time of recording, game two odds are not out, so we do not know yet, but it will be rather juicy, so lock that bad boy in at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book, and let's get the special play train rocking and rolling. We've been just rolling. Be- just because yesterday's missed on a very, very rough final leg. We are now 3-1 and one on special plays this week. Oof. So let's close out the week 4-1 and one with the Chicago baseball parlay. That's a, that's a hell of a week for some special plays. Hell of a week for some special plays. That means a lot of extra money in the pocket. That's two. That's a couple parlays right there. A couple parlays. Couple, uh, we got a little plus 400, little plus 250, little plus 600 was almost cashed out today. Yeah. And then we had our Wednesday, Wednesday Warrior. Warrior. But yeah, either way, baby, we're killing it. Killing it special play-wise. So lock in the Chicago baseball parlay. Moving on to the third and final betting segment for all you degenerates. You know what time it is. They're coming back. It is the time of the TTL podcast for our good friends. The money line dice to make their usual appearance. Now, I got to get a quick fucking drink to tell you the truth. I am uh, <laughs> actually parched as all shit. So, partner, can you uh, tell this game up for us? Yeah, tell uh, tell them what we got for the matchup. All right, the dice decided on a specific game here in the uh, in the Major League Baseball league. Yeah, that was a weird way to say it. Hey, sorry to throw a curveball at you. No pun intended. No, I'm all good. Uh, and this game is at 6:10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Headed out over to Tampa Bay, where we got the Mets versus the Tampa Bay Rays. David Peterson on the mound for the Mets, and Tyler Glasnow on the mound for the Rays. Glasnow's been a little, a uh, little shaky, not quite himself lately. But let's see if the dice are riding with him or fading, Mr. Glasnow. Yeah. Very tough to know what version of him you're getting this year and very tough to know what version of the Mets you're going to get this mm-hmm. year. So we decided not to rack our, rack our brains, excuse me, and decided to leave it on the hands of the almighty dice. Yep. In the dice we trust, we will hear none of your bullshit. Get ready for today's roll. If it doesn't hit, it's not our fault. If it does hit because they're hot which I believe it will, then get ready to run this bad boy to the window. The dice will hear nothing either way. We will hear none of it. 
First of all, for the away team Mets versus the home team Tampa Bay Rays, the dice select in three, and in two, one. That'll be the Tampa Bay Rays. The, the home, home team. team. Flick that uh, dice on back over here. Thank you, good sir. We have the Tampa Bay Rays selected by the money line dice. Now, will they select? And they money are the line. favorite. They are the favorite. I don't believe we mentioned that money line as their name implies, or will they? Get a little juicy and go after that run line. Let's get juicy. Money but line. I, I won't jump ahead of the dice. I money line ahead. or ATS. In a three. In a two. In a one. Oh, we're getting juicy. We're getting juicy. We're getting juicy. I love it, Dice. Oh, I love it. Oh, he ain't a lion. It slid behind my computer, ladies and gentlemen. It's ATS, or if you want to get formal, against the run line. The dice have spoken. A little plus 140. Got to eat some of that chalk that get, you know, throw up some of that chalk from the other day. We will gladly plus money. eat all of the plus money <laughs> and ride with battle into battle once again behind the money line dice. In the dice we trust. They have spoken. Hear ye, hear ye. They have spoken. The money line dice are telling us and you that you need to run to the window right now and hammer in the Tampa Bay Rays run line minus one and a half. Get it locked in, and let's get it to the window. Glasnow about to make his Cy Young push or something? I guess that's what the dice are saying. Oh, and by the way, if you want to get your own dice instead of us just rolling for you, and you want to have these bad boys give you the best plays out there that they know how to tell you, Hey, we got a hookup for you. Super easy way, and you get a little something out of it too. Head on over to this episode's description where the Moneyline Dice website link is located. Smash that link, pick out your Moneyline Dice or whatever other merchandise you see on their website that you like. Get it in your cart, head to the cart, see the checkout, and you're going to have a nice little code box. Enter code TTL10. In that box, and you're going to get 10% off on your first order if you haven't already heard. So make sure you head on over to MoneylineDice.com and get your own set today so you can start rolling right along with the crew and they can start handing out winners hand over fist for you day in and day out. Remember, enter code TTL10 at checkout. 10% off your first order and you're going to get your own Moneyline Dice right along with it. Hammer in. Tampa Bay Rays. Run line. Minus one and a half. I fucking love it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Our mag's favorite plays of the day. Or best bets. However you like to call it. My best bets of the day. The TTL showdown. Mags with the Phillies. Myself with the Blue Jays. The Chicago baseball parlay and the dice wrap it up, and they have spoken on the Rays' run line. We have no more picks. We have no more analysis. We have nothing left to give you. But what we do have is the second half of the TTL podcast. So if you are one of the regular degenerates that uh, just come for the picks and analysis, thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure you hammer those bad boys in and get ready to run some tickets 
all day long. We got early slate, mid slate, and late slate action for you, so hammer it in as soon as these sound waves hit your eardrums. Thank you so much for stopping by, and if you're out of here, peace. We love you. See you on the other side. If you're staying around, you know the deal. Let's drop it into first gear. Let's kick it back. Whew, whew. Got some value out there today. Value out there today. And hey, uh, first things first, partner. For the uh, banter minutes on uh, Friday, May 14th, 2021. Mm-hmm. I've been up to something. Okay. I've been up to something. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about, we've been uh, wanting to get on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Fans have been uh, saying they want to see us on YouTube. Think we might have found out how to do it. I think we figured it out. Correct code. I think we're ready to rock and roll. So, uh, got a few other tests, little uh, adjustments, little uh, minor tweaks here and there. But we will officially, no if, ends, or buts about it, be live on YouTube. So we it's about will, uh, time. We will uh, we will let you guys know the date for sure. Officially, finally got everything in. We need everything locked up, solid, good to go. You know we have to set up the full TTL production studios. We're not rolling this shit out like a couple of amateur goofballs, man. We're coming to you live, prime time. Let me tell you, you guys are gonna see this. You probably ain't gonna believe your eyes. I'm just I'm just telling you right now. You you, you might as well just get to imagining. Because it's going to blow past anything you could even imagine. Right. I mean, I've been up to something, dude. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait either. I can't wait, man. Can't wait to get the faces out there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was kind of my big uh, TTL update. Seems like the past few podcast episodes, we might as well kind of stick with that theme, just uh, where we at TTL community wise and you still know. you still here at the beginning of the podcast tips and slips sports media we're in the um we're in the process of transitioning everything getting everything set up making sure everything is just one talking the line sports media there's nothing else so right now you will st- see that still but don't worry it'll be going away soon we'll uh, be sure to update you on that end as well as we get stuff rolling out so there's some TTL updates but oh boy we got some other serious updates, some serious NFL updates. And from a team that just so happens to be close to the heart of the man that shares the table with me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Soon to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Five days a week, live action, coming at you, live on YouTube, then on your favorite podcast directory after that, post-recorded versions. Moving right along. (laughs) Green Bay Packers, man, I can't wait because just our facial reactions right now. Like, I can't wait to connect with you guys. Some bitch. Just wait until we tell you and then go subscribe the hell out of our our YouTube. We'll let you know. Either way, Green Bay Packers signing Blake Bortles, my man. I need it right from your heart and mouth. What the hell's going on up there, man? What the hell's going up on with them pack? People are overreacting thinking they're trying to sign, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers replacement. This is Aaron Rodgers. You got, backup or third string. They needed a quarterback no matter. They needed to sign yeah. another quarterback no matter what. You got three quarterbacks in the room now. What you need three, four? Most teams have three. You got the MVP. I thought he's fine. He is. Is he leaving? No. Are you sure? I am positive. You got J-Love in there. 
and Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Most teams have three, my friend. Most teams have three quarterbacks. Not, not the Green Bay Packers of Lambeau Field. No, that was Mike McCarthy's Green Bay Packers. That usually only had two. Also, Matthew LaFour's Packers of Lambeau <laughs> Field last no, year. No, no, they had Tim Boyle on the roster. Last year? Uh-huh. I'll be damned. Yep. <laughs> People are reading too far into this. They just needed an extra fucking quarterback in the room, my man. <laughs> I, I, either way, I and love, I like Blake. I I, so do I. I I'm happy Blake. about it. He's, he's the shit. And uh, <laughs> I, he may not be the best quarterback. No, he's fucking but funny. He's, he's a great dude. He's a great yeah. fucking dude. He's great for the culture. Great for the team. Great for the QB locker room for sure. Yeah. You know, it was something that I saw that uh, piqued my interest today. We were talking. I don't know his name, but the uh, director of FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, was on a certain podcast and I the looked at maker. Yep, and I looked at his profile page. He tweeted out something, um, and I've seen it on DraftKings, but for FanDuel, the odds of John, where, John Sheeran, by okay, the way, where Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing next? And for FanDuel, they only offer this in Colorado. Yeah. My thought was, okay, they don't think that he's going to be in Denver. Otherwise, they wouldn't be throw. They wouldn't be offering Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos at serious plus money. Well, they, for all these Bronco fans to be hammering in sure, plus money sure. for Aaron Rodgers. However, the only reason they offer it in Colorado is it's because it's the only state that it is legislatively legal. I can do it on DraftKings. Oh, well, for maybe, maybe for FanDuel, just for their maybe regulations. For yeah, I have no idea. Hmm, I don't know. I have no idea either way. But uh, on John Sheeran, absolutely brilliant man to listen to. Yeah, he's, definitely. Uh, he's a great guy. Would uh, love to meet him someday soon. And uh, definitely being in the industry now full-time, I do believe that is, is definitely on the horizon sure. with uh, some of the elbows we will begin to bump and check out. And hey, speaking of which, bumping elbows, are we back? Is America back? It's on the way back. Holy cow. I mean, sounds like we can just uh, go out and live life again. For if, the most part. If you part. got the shot shot. Sure. For the most part. I'll be damned. You know, I'm uh, pretty soon uh, they've been open and I've been checking out tickets, scouring the best days and prices, but my White Sox, Sox and Cubs are lifting some capacity limits. Yeah, going so, up to uh, 60% parole, Mayor Lightfoot. Yep. So, hey. I uh I'm looking forward to getting to some games. I know I've been talking with my mom a little bit about getting into the bleachers or uh getting a good game under the belt maybe in the rooftops. So we'll, well, yeah, I mean we'll the see. more they open it up, the lower those prices are going to go down. Yeah. Kind of what I've been waiting for. Yeah, exactly. That's it's just I mean it's fun to go see a game, but I mean it's just like cuz like for the White Sox reasonable prices are like weekday games and it's like right. ah. We'll see. Maybe uh, maybe we'll show up. TTL crew at a White Sox game. You never know where you'll see us. We'll let you know. We'll be there. We'll let you know. We'll pop up out of nowhere. Uh, speaking of the NFL, schedule release. Everybody talking about it. Um, we got some week one odds out, some week one stuff. So I just wanted to kind of, hey, here's a couple of things I'm looking at uh, to to kind of hammer in as far as, as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, shit, it's... It's wild that they drop these lines four months in advance, but uh, I mean, you know, suckers are suckers like me are going to be uh, looking at these lines pretty seriously. Yeah, what what are you going to do? You know, but hey, I mean, Jimmy Christmas, we got the entire week one yeah. slate. I mean, they're already through week two. They have lines out for. Um, so I will promptly. Did they do week two as well? Yeah, they already have oh, week wow. two lines out as well. So. 
some of my favorite bets off of week one, four months in advance, because that's the degenerate I am. You know, I do like the Buccaneers at six and a half, minus six and a half. However, with Dak back, MVP return season, return player of the year, comeback player of the year, that six and a half might be one of those games where he puts it in there at the very end. The Buccaneers defense playing a little soft. It's one of them Dallas Cowboys sneak in the back door three point ball game. Seems like seems like a shootout to me. Yeah. Early in the season, I mean last season, late season, sure. Bucks minus six and a half, but I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll don't see know what either. happens there. Uh also I do not have a clue between the Steelers and the Bills. That's also at six and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, interested kind of in that. Uh, week one also, Jets-Panthers, point spread is at four. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Ah, yeah. You know, we got to... I don't I'm, know what the Jets are going to be under Salah. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to be yet. I need to hear a little bit more. Zach from that. Wilson. I mean, I need to see a little bit more of that. I need to see some camp. I need to see hear all that good stuff. Jaguars Texans. If you don't think Deshaun Watson is starting, you're going to be hammering in the Jaguars. The shit. But if honestly, you do think he's starting, and even still, hey, I don't know. It's it's Justin Fields, or not Justin Fields. I got him on the brain. Ah, Trevor Lawrence. Here we go. Yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence. It's his time to shine. Yeah, it's his time to rock and roll. So if he, if he. Uh, is really about that action. The Texans did only win five games last year with Deshaun behind the helm, so it's not even out of the ballpark for him to come in with a very solid chance of victory. Even if Watson is there, Watson sure. under quarterback. Sure. But uh, rumor has it now, with some of the stuff clearing up, Watson is getting shopped around. So we'll see. I was going to say that. I, yeah, I was actually thinking of that early in the week. Even if he does get cleared of these allegations, there was still a whole him trying to get the fuck yeah. out of Houston. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other can. So of regardless of his allegations, yeah. yeah, still have to believe he might not be there week one. Yeah, regardless, he, he probably will not. I would have to say another matchup that should be solid as shit. Arizona Cardinals, Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Titans favored minus two and a half. Whew, that's that spot where you got to take the Cardinals plus two and a half. If you're if you're an NFL capper, you know that spread. Plus two and a half. Yeah. You you hammer the fucking shit out of that plus two and a half. Titans have been a better late season team anyways. Yeah, 100%. And what the Cardinals have done for their defense, what they've done for their offense. Yeah. They're ring chasing this well, year. Kyler Murray. They're uh, ring chasing this year. Boosting uh, performance mm-hmm. this year. Now you got also the next game: Philadelphia Phillies or Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies <laughs> Eagles versus Falcons. This is my freaking sport. What am I talking about? <laughs> Eagles Falcons. Uh, line is Falcons favored minus three and a half. Uh, tough teams. Tough teams to judge. That might be my most unpredictable one. Yeah, I of the entire slate for week one. I mean, you know, everyone remembers the end of the year hammering in uh, the Eagles and Carson Wentz throwing two bombs at the end of the game to uh, have the backdoor cover. Yeah, I can't remember who that was against, but that that's what this t- game kind of feels like to me early on with just the, how the teams are shaping up. I mean, I just don't know what the, the Eagles offense is yeah, going to look I don't like. Know either. I don't are the know Falcons going to find a little mojo with Matt Ryan again? I don't know. Yeah, I that, don't know. That's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Um, next game, holy cow, this might be my game of the week that I got to be tuned in for because I might have a lot of fantasy players on these two teams. L.A. Chargers, Washington football team. Uh, okay. Tightest game of the week, lines at minus one for the Chargers, favored on the road in Washington. 
I like the Washington defense, but I think the Chargers are going to oh, be good this year. I think man. they are too, man. I there really hasn't been so. no rumblings and bumblings out of the second team that plays at a SoFi Stadium. And uh, so many Anthony forget. Lynn is far the fuck out of town. Yeah, ain't going to be no weird, funny business blowing one-score no, games yeah, anymore. I don't yeah. think. No, like you could, you could not win a bet on the LA Chargers last year. No. It was just one. And they've got they've got a solid ass <laughs> roster, man. They've got a solid ass roster. Uh, yeah, they have a really good roster, and I think Herbert comes in in his sophomore season just absolutely killing it. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, that one I'm interested in, and it kind of depends on whether or not Joe Burrow is going to be there. But Vikings minus three over the Bengals. Vikings have been a little disappointing, but yeah, uh, minus three and a half over the Bengals. Yeah, we'll see. You know, Dalvin. It just depends what that defense is going to do. The Vikings. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, also the Bengals. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, They're going to be solid again because Dalvin could just run all over them. And that, that's kind of what I see there. Um, 49ers-Lions. Wow. 49ers are seven-and-a-half-point mm. favorites. Is that the biggest favorite? Books have no faith in Motor City Dan Campbell. Are you or serious? is it uh, no faith in Mr. Jared Goff? Well, that could also be the case. The 49ers defense is some killers. I think they're going to bounce back and be, uh, you know, another playoff team. Yeah, I I think they will as well. We'll see what happens depending on who gets the uh, QB start this year. Either way, I don't think it's going to be Garoppolo. It's probably going to be Lance. Right away? Yeah. Ah, I think it's Garoppolo right away. it's going to be Lance. Either way, uh, Seahawks, Colts. Colts are two-point favorites. The books thinking Mr. Carson Wentz is going to come in and uh, be the savior. Well, also... Uh, Russ was Russ was doing pretty good at the beginning of last season. No, he, yeah, that he was, was the MVP favorite was, through four or five weeks. Yeah, yeah, that was MVP Russ run. Oh yeah, yeah. so that shit. was some of the best football he's played. He was Mister Unlimited. Let Russ cook. That was the oh, uh, yeah. that was the narrative. Damn. And then yeah. uh, and then things went in the shitter. Yeah, and then we needed to stop letting Russ cook because mm-hmm. he was just getting blown up every single play. Uh, Dolphins Patriots early AFC East matchup between two two heated yeah, rivals. That's a tough one. Oh, this should be a blast! And actually, the Patriots only minus one minus and a half two, point or favorites. I'm two either yeah, way, either way, still tight. Uh, Browns Chiefs Week One. Ah, everybody would have loved to see it in last year's playoffs. The Chiefs are five and a half point favorites. I typically like. Um, those those uh, those lines like that, the Chiefs at minus five and a half, get it done by two field goals because I could see some funny business happening at the end of the game. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Broncos Giants, Broncos minus one point favorites. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the Broncos are going to be. I don't know either. I have no absolutely no clue. I, there's my so full many question marks that, at uh, their quarterback. <laughs> yeah, my full so assumption many. that it won't be my man in Denver. Yeah, full assumption. Obviously, if you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be in Denver, you should probably hammer that minus one right now. But uh, so this is a little bit telling. Mm-hmm. If if however much you want to read into these lines, so you got Broncos Giants, mm-hmm. which I would favor the Giants in that matchup, just with the team, what they've done. They're going to have Saquon back. Danny Dimes, I feel like, is has a lot more weapons down there yeah. now. I think the Giants are going to be somebody to contend with in the, in the NFC East for sure. However, the Broncos being favored by the books, and then you look at the next matchup, Packers versus Saints, week one, the Saints are favored by two points. Mm-hmm. Why would the books be sticking MVP Rodgers as a dog, a two-point dog? Insurance. 
plus 112 dog, mind you. Oh, man. It, uh, you know it's also just, in New Orleans. You know what the greatest feeling on the world is? Uh, f- wrapping up, final two games. Uh, Bears, Rams, Rams, seven-point favorites. You can fuck right off, FanDuel. I'm taking all of your money <laughs> on that one. And uh, Baltimore Ravens, Las Vegas Raiders. The Ravens are favored Ooh, Ravens by five. Four. F- yeah, four. Five. Five. I, got them, I got them five here. Okay. So. Either way. Give me yeah. the Ravens by a touchdown. Yeah. On that oh, one. absolutely, absolutely. So all these odds uh, provided by FanDuel Sportsbook. You can find them on there right now. In week two, they do have every single game on there as well. So I won't go through all of those because we do have one more little bit to get here in the banter minutes. And I know we've already been keeping you here, guys, for past an hour longer than usual. So uh, let's get this thing wrapped up here. Those, uh, those are the... Uh, Week one games coming out, big bets to make, big stuff happening. Man, I was just going to say, you know what the greatest thing is, is waking up Sunday morning with a cup of coffee, some bacon in the skillet. You got the daily wager on TV. You got either the fantasy show or if you're one of our friends named not Nicholas Aiello, <laughs> who absolutely hates Matthew Barry, uh, you're watching the ESPN wake up show and you're just hammering in plays, hammering in plays, adjusting fantasy lineups. You're looking at props. You're looking at QB numbers. You're looking at QB yardage totals. You're looking at receiver yardage totals. You're thinking what's happening. You're moving plays. You're, you're taking over-unders. I mean, I, I don't holy think I, shit. Like my peak level happiness is a fucking Sunday morning in the yeah. fall. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not even an exaggeration. Oh, and I have the most coveted seat in all of Cook County I, I can't even describe it to you in words. So someday you 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 kind degenerates will see it. However, it is oh boy on a Sunday with some appetizers coming out hot of that oven. Boy, oh boy, I, I I'm getting I'm getting juiced up just thinking about it. So I, far away. Oh, it's coming right around the corner. Don't worry. Uh, no more of that nonsense. It'll just keep keep uh, getting me more <laughs> and more excited. But the NFL season is right around the corner. One final thing for the banter minutes. You didn't think we would forget, did you? UFC 262 is this weekend. Absolutely stacked card, as all of the networks would like to say. And you better believe it. I'm giving you another main card parlay. Hit the two weeks previous. Missed last week by one leg. Got a little cocky. Missed it by one leg. However, I am 2-1 and one over Was it my- Usman that you missed? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, that was last week. No, no that couldn't have been that last was, week. That wasn't last week. That couldn't have been last week. Okay, yeah. That was three weeks what ago. I, I missed that one. But uh, I am one and one over my last two. Uh, over my last five, I believe I am three and two as well. Uh, I have to go back and look. I, I didn't get too deep into it. But let me give you a quick main card parlay before I get you out of here with some motivation minutes as well. I'll also give you a few fights that you should definitely be locked in to watch on ESPN+. Plus. First fight is between Shane Burgess and Edson Barboza. I absolutely love Edson Barboza. He is one of the best to ever do it. However, Shane Burgess is coming off of an absolute scrap with Josh Emmett. They went to unanimous decision. He ultimately lost it. I think he comes back with a vengeance. Even though Edson Barboza is a killer in his own right and one of my favorite fighters of all time, first leg, I'm taking Shane Burgess. Then we got Caitlin Chukagan and Vivian Arujo. I am not betting against Brazilians anymore. I have made the pact with myself. I do not care. I'm not going to do it. I don't care if they're an underdog, if they're a 
minus 5 billion favorite. I'm taking Vivian Arugel plus 120 dog time of opening right now. Third fight, you got Tony Ferguson, Benil Dariush. And I am one of the biggest Tony Ferguson homers on this planet. But it's getting close to the end for Razor Blades. And Benil Dariush is coming up. A lot of people haven't heard of him. If you're the casual UFC fan, he's been getting wins on undercards like nobody's business. And this is his shot. He's not going to let it down at a 152 favorite. Hammer and Benil Dariush. That's the fourth leg and fifth leg. Strange that there's only four or four, fourth leg, I apologize. There's only four main card fights on uh, UFC 262. Skip one, man. What am I skipping? Match now on Rogerio Bontorin. Oh, that's right. For some reason, it's not loading on my, uh, not loading on my UFC here. Well, let me. Uh, Match now minus one sixty. Rogerio Bontorin plus one thirty five. Bantamweight. Yes. One second. Just bear with me for a brief moment. Okay. Yeah. There. We go. Um. Once again, told you I'm not betting against any Brazilians. Bontorin is a Brazilian plus one thirty five. I will be probably hammering him in. And for the final match of the night, and not just because he's Brazilian, the main card, for the main event, I'm taking Charles Oliveira. I've been watching him for so long. He has been putting in the work, the effort to get what it, to do what it takes to become the lightweight champion of the UFC. He's been patiently waiting behind Khabib's dominance for the longest time. And due to a few reasons here or there, he's never had the chance to fight Khabib for that title. It is now vacated. Michael Chandler wins one fight in the UFC, and he gets Gets the title shot. I can't even begin to explain to you as a professional of not only the mixed martial arts, but of the UFC and a veteran of the UFC and Charles Oliveira, how much that pisses him off. And the first thing out of his mouth on the countdown was, you want me to be honest? I think he's knocked out within the first round. So that's some very stout words from a man who is known for his absolute destructive ground game uh, in the UFC. He leads, he, he holds the UFC record in submissions, and uh, I could very easily see that happening here tonight or, or Saturday night as well. So not that I don't like Iron Michael Tyson. He is, or Iron Michael Tyson Chandler. Uh, he is, uh, man... He's he's a bomb in and of itself. You saw it against Dan Hooker. He's a man. He dominated in Bellator for a long time. I think this is going to be a amazing fight to watch. But I think ultimately Charles Oliveira comes out with the yeah. victory. So for my main card parlay, five legs, five main card fights. We are taking Edson. No, I have to bet against him because ah, I can't bet against Brazilians. But I love Burgos here. Shane Burgos, Vivian Arujo, Hogirio Bontorin, Benil Dariush, and Charles Oliveria. Lock all five of those in. You get some pretty doggone good odds with some uh, underdogs sprinkled in there. I just think they get the job done. Mm-hmm. 
And let's run that bad boy to the window come Saturday night about uh, 11 o'clock. Yeah. I'm just excited for Central the, Standard Time. For uh, how, not even just Saturday night, but the next few months of how that lightweight division plays out, man. Yeah. I mean, you got two two uh, main and co-main event are huge fights. Obviously, mm-hmm. one of them the title fight, but then Darius and uh, Tony Ferguson, fifth and ninth ranked, and then you got Poirier McGregor coming up pretty soon. I mean. Oh, and so you forget young Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Where's yeah. he been at? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So there is some serious, serious shaking up to do in the UFC lightweight division. Yeah. No question about it. No question about it. Man. Oh, oh man. I Now now that you're saying that, I'm Gaethje's just... Gaethje's got to get announced. I mean, 265 and 266 haven't been lined up yet. You got to think he's on one of those two, right? I would think he would have to be. Yeah. Especially... Unless yeah. he's just waiting for the winner of this main event, maybe. He, he could quite possibly be going back in for a uh, a rematch, or he could be getting McGregor and Dustin. We'll see what happens there. Because a rematch between him and Dustin would also be really sick. Yeah. That would also be absolutely terrific to see that. I I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. I know. This I, division... Oh. This, yeah, lightweight division the is about... The 21. Now that, uh, now that Khabib vacated and kind of... Uh, Made opened way, it. Well, it he made is. it wide open. Oh, it's it's going to be might absolute. be my favorite division even without that. It's going to be electric. It was uh, it was my favorite division when McGregor's reign was there. Then it tailed off a little bit with the Eagle Nurmagomedov taking his reign, and now I think it's back. Yeah, I think it's uh, going to be electric. Also, quick other UFC news: if you haven't seen it, go look it up now. John Jones, heavyweight. Holy cannoli! That man, I. I can't even say anything other than sign me up for Jones and Ganu as fast as you possibly can. Right. Holy cow. He Now I saw he something looks insane. Yeah, he looks he, like a tank. He is no he is no longer John Bones Jones. He is John Tank Jones. John Tank Jones. Uh I saw something I maybe it's not true. I saw something that he could be in line for Stepe and Derek Lewis is going to get the first shot in Ganu here. Really? You know, I I honestly wouldn't mind that that uh I feel like I, maybe yeah, that's yeah. Lewis's only shot at a title, and then yeah, you know, I if, mean, if he's if he loses, if anybody then it's deserves it. it, the Black Beast deserves yeah. it. If anybody, I mean, he's been he's been running rough shot, and he's been he's been going out there, you know, regardless of uh, if you love him or not. His antics, my balls was hot. <laughs> I mean, he's he's great. He's absolutely great. I follow him on Instagram, and he posts some hilarious videos. His captions are always just "He's okay" or "She's okay," and they're just hilarious videos of people failing her so if you want a good laugh go follow uh Derek lewis it's just the black beast on instagram black beast underscore ufc he is there's a solid plug for you Derek. <laughs> not that you ever listen but because you can't but um there you go yeah follow him if you want a good laugh so there's all that ufc nonsense get that uh main card parlay locked in Let's wrap this bad boy up. We've been here a little bit longer than usual. We've been at it for uh, about minute, an hour and 15 minutes here. Rocking and rolling usually. Uh, I mean, those UFC, uh, UFC, UFC cards UFC usually ones. push it a little yeah, longer. Yeah, push it a little longer either way. So uh, there you got it. Partner four, I wrap this bad boy up with today's motivation minutes. Anything else you got to get out? Any banter, any nonsense, any gossip that we didn't have the opportunity to hit on? I don't think so. Nothing. Nothing to carry into the weekend. No. All right. I don't think so. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the banter minutes for today. The hot news, the hot gossip happening around the sports and sports gambling world. Let's wrap this thing up with some Colts motivation minutes. The only way I know how. And just a quick 
little something something for you today. Little perspective as you go about your weekend and uh, might enter the rat race of getting all of your errands and chores and everything completed. I want to leave you with a quote from Nelson Mandela. And this quote is, We can change the world and make it a better place. It's in your hands to make the difference. And that got me really thinking about how important it is to have this thought going into the weekend. Because as I alluded to there, you can get to the point where you're so stuck in the everyday rat race of your job and your normalness uh, from Monday through Friday that then your personal life and the rat race of getting all your errands and chores and stuff completed on the weekend become such a burden Mm -hmm. that you forget to be a human. Mm Mm-hmm. You're so caught up in what you have to do and have to get accomplished and your mind's spinning in a million different directions on how to get those things accomplished that you forget the simple interactions throughout throughout the day. Right. And tell me if I'm wrong, but think about the last time on a weekend when you were popping into a Walgreens real quick, shit, I got, I got to run in here real quick, whatever. How long of a conversation or conversation at all did you have with that cashier? If it's like, uh, like you're saying, head spinning, like, oh, I got to do this, then I got to do this, it's probably a hard no. Mm. If I'm uh, kind of where you're kind of alluding to, where I'm, you know, kind of just casually going in, feeling loose, feeling free, I'm much more inclined to, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries, take your time. Right. And the key there is to remember it in every single situation. Right. When you are spinning in a thousand different directions, that energy goes off onto everybody that you come in contact with. Right. So if you have the tendency to find that every interaction that you find yourself in is not a pleasant one and the cashier's pissed off and the teller's pissed off at the bank and this person that you came across in the aisle was an ass, maybe it's not them. Maybe it's you. (laughs) Maybe... Maybe you need to be the change. Maybe everybody else isn't pissed off in a bunch of assholes. Maybe you're just not being the light in everybody else's life. Maybe. A little bit of a perspective for you. I always love how you come in here and try and maybe (laughs) give it a little humor. Um, But yeah, this weekend while you're going about it, (laughs) um, just, just remember to be human. Remember that everybody else has their own backstory and their own stuff going on and that you can change the world just by making the simple choice to be kind, to remember somebody else, to open the door for somebody who also seems to be in a hurry. Just be the change. Be the change you want to see in this world. Make the difference. Because if you do that and everybody decides to do that, we might start living in a whole lot better place. thousand percent. Butterfly effect. You start doing it, it might affect an entirely different area of your life for the good because of that. So go into your weekend remembering this, that we can change the world and make it a much better place, but it's in your hands to make the difference. There you have it. Colts Motivation Minutes for this Beautiful Friday, wrapping up 
episode number 37 on this beautiful, also May 14th, 2021. I know you said you didn't have anything. Uh, I ain't really got anything else either. Seems to be about the perfect time to let these kind degenerates and gamblers far and wide that took time out of their busy schedules to uh, stick this long all the way through the TTL pod. I think it's time we let them go. I would say so. As always, our friends, if you've been with us for a long time, thank you so, so much for your loyal support and listening. The igniters have been lit on the rocket ship, and we are about ready for takeoff to a whole nother level of content. So you are about to see TTL change as you know it. If you are new to the crew, Thank you for stopping by and hammering in some plays for today's battle with the books. Make sure you subscribe and keep stopping by so uh, you don't miss any of the good stuff coming up either. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you. Without you, this podcast and our vision and our goals would not be possible. From myself, And Armags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Friday and going into your weekend unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.